Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. A Saturday morning hustle podcast. Today's topic is ethics, business and personal ethics, the importance of it to building and achieving and then sustaining success. You can't do it without ethics and you can't keep doing it without ethics. And if anything has shown us this week in the world, no matter who you are, an employee, a business owner, an investor, maybe a big time college football coach, if you don't have ethics, people don't want to work with you. Some people will, not everyone will. So here we go on the podcast today. Check it out. Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday morning hustle podcast outworking the competition while they sleep in. And today we're going to talk about adding some new elements to our essential ideas that you can control in the success pursuit. That's right. Pursuit of success. I've told you before on this podcast, there are two things you can control, attitude and effort. That makes perfect sense, right? Then recently, just over Thanksgiving holiday, we added a third element, appreciation. So attitude, effort, appreciation. These make sense as well today because of the current situation, things happening in the world. I just want to get off my chest and address. We're going to add a fourth item. You have complete control over this. It is a key to being successful. It is a tool to being successful. It can also hold you back if you do not manage it correctly. This fourth item that you should be holding as important as your attitude, your effort, and your appreciation is your ethics, business and personal ethics. Be the person you want to be doing business with. So ethics, business otherwise, not just for big time college football coaches, you know what I'm talking about, but for anyone in business as an investor, an owner, an employee, you have to control your ethics. You have to create a self-brand based on your ethical decision-making, your ability to be ethical, to act ethical, and to hold yourself to a standard that other people will appreciate, aspire to, wish to connect with, and want to build business relationships with. No one wants to do business with someone who is potentially a bad person, potentially is going to not create win-win scenarios, or even worse, sabotage you as you're trying to build a positive relationship. So no one wants to be taken advantage of, so no one wants to work with people they think will take advantage of them. So, of course, we are being catapulted into this conversation today by current events in the world. So those of you who are not college football fans, I will catch you up. The head coach at the University of Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, for the last five years has left the university hours after losing a game that kept them out of the Big 12 title. It was their rival. It didn't seem right. We all find out now a week later that all the things they told us recently and the day of and the day that he made the announcement was not true. A lot of falsehoods, a lot of miscommunication, intentional, a lot of smoke screens, if you will. And ultimately, at the end of the day, the ire of the fan base of University of Oklahoma and college football, a lot of college football fans who aren't necessarily a fan of this team, found it to be very unethical the way Coach Riley did this. 
The fact that he wanted to go coach at another school, although disappointing to the fans of the University of Oklahoma, can be accepted. These things do happen in the world. Sometimes it's for more money. Sometimes it's for living in a different location. There's some uh, I, some items that Coach Riley I listed. I think they're BS, the continuation with the rest of this BS. It's not that he was leaving, though. It's how he left. Number one, his last several games, the team seemed to be very unprepared. When you figure out that he was working on an exit plan as opposed to working on the game plan, it's easy to understand why his team was unprepared, uninspired, and ultimately not doing the things that got them to the place of being successful. So turning his back on the on the foundation that he had built on success because he was not personally invested in it anymore. And these are things we find out hindsight, right? So hindsight is twenty twenty, and the world is finding out that these things were happening behind the scenes. When he did make his move, he tried to claim it was something that happened literally in a less than eight-hour conversation with the University of Southern California, USC. For that's millions of dollars. There's m- multiple, multiple, multiple pieces that have to happen here. Things that have to be approved by committees and boards and and regents, etc. There's too much lawyers. There's too much that went into it that happened overnight. It just didn't happen. He's being unethical because he's not being honest with people and just saying he simply wanted to do this, made the decision that was best for him, and moved on. That's what's happened. But his behavior, his unwillingness to be open and honest, and now. If we find out also hindsight, right, that he'd been talking to multiple recruits, the players that they that University of Oklahoma thought they were going to bring in to replace guys who graduated, went on to the NFL, et cetera, were being recruited to be loyal to Lincoln Riley, not loyal to the program, not loyal to the university. That, of course, was going to provide them with scholarships and a platform with which they could build a professional career and, and things of that nature, football or otherwise, off of. So... There are a lot of ethical questions raised by Coach Riley. Again, it's not that he's leaving. It's how he's leaving. Football coaches leave all the time. Sometimes they're fired. Sometimes they move on to a different job voluntarily. These things happen. It is a big business, no doubt about it. University makes a lot of money. These coaches make a lot of money. There's a lot involved. It's okay for them, someone to want a job somewhere else or to have a different working situation. It is not okay to salt the earth as you go out the door, to sabotage your way out the door, or to take advantage of the trust imbued in you by your role because you were telling the people that you worked for, the people ultimately that were signing your paycheck, that you had their best interest at heart when you didn't. You had your own personal best interest at heart. So it's easy to see how that is unethical behavior. Now, this person who's going to lead their life in a uh, as a coach of Southern University of Southern California for now, we'll see what happens to him in the future. We'll have to look at every recruit, every booster, every regent he ever comes into encounter with, assistant coaches, etc., and how they have an understanding of his ethical concept of what is right and wrong because he has proved it in the way he left the University of Oklahoma. And in my mind, tarnished his brand. Now he's making a lot of money. He'll be in a program that eventually has been successful in the past, so it has the potential to be successful in the future. I'm not saying his career is over, but there is definitely a scar. There are some people who will never, ever forgive this. Many people who will always find it suspect, and um, possibly some other people who don't care. But why would you want to create a situation for yourself where a good chunk of people that are in the market that you work in find you to be unethical? It doesn't make sense. Now, for most of us, we're not making millions of dollars off off a single season of football games 
games. So we need to maintain, build, nurture, and protect our ethical brand, our personal brand with how we hold ourselves, how we practice in our business and personal ethics. It's just as important as your attitude, your effort, and your gratitude. If you can do those things, you kind of sum them all up in your ethics. How hard are you willing to work? Are you willing to do things the right way? Are you willing to make tough decisions? Are you willing to accept responsibility when you fail and the credit when you're successful? That is the simplification of business ethics, but it it does go deeper than that. And it is beneficial to you. Again, if you're a business owner, as a practice, you're practicing with ethical considerations in mind, you want people to do business with you, whether it's a simple exchange, like buying a hamburger or a multiple uh, series of exchanges, like a consultant or something like I do, your attorney, your doctor, you're the people who build your home. You want them to be ethical. You want them to not cut corners. You want them to hold themselves to the highest standards because you're entering into a business relationship with them, sometimes to the benefit of your pocketbook, sometimes to the benefit of your family or the safety of your family, et cetera. I think uh, home builder is a pretty good example of if they cut corners in certain ways and that thing falls down on you, obviously tragic and detrimental. But people can do things, cut corners and be unethical or be less than upfront on things that aren't as, a da- as dangerous as your house falling down on you, but still detrimental to your business relationship. If you do that enough times, then your brand or self-brand becomes so polluted, it can be potentially something you can't get over. So put yourself in other people's shoes. It's that simple. How you treat people in business, whether they're a customer, a collaborator, an employee, a coworker, someone you've invested in, someone is investing in you, someone in your supply chain, a vendor, no matter who it is that you do business with, treat them ethically the same way you expect them to treat you. Be honest. Be upfront as much as you possibly can be. Create win-win scenarios. Create opportunities for all. Be in a business relationship, not a one-sided get-over type scenario, but an actual something that can be related to as a relationship, not simply a transaction. Transactions are fine. Transactions are necessary. If your goal and focus is the transaction, you can lose sight of the person, the human beings. Business transactions are between human beings. At the end of the day, no matter how many business entities are involved in a transaction, it's human beings doing business with other human beings. So treat them like human beings. Treat them the way you would like them to treat you. It's that simple. And that's the simplest version. That's the way to teach young people about ethics. If you wouldn't want someone doing it to you, don't do it to someone else. That's the simplicity and the starting place for ethics. Now, some people will try to tell you that their reason for being unethical or for being dishonest or for cutting corners or to creating situations that are only advantageous to them is that it's just business. And that's a ridiculous idea. It is not just business. Just business is making a decision based on what's right for everyone involved not a single individual, and not at the detriment of others. Business transactions should always be offering a product or service at value to someone willing to pay that that price necessary because they understand and receive the value that you're offering. If you're not actually offering value, if you're, it's a bait and switch or a trickery or simply uh, you're lying 
being uh, dishonest, then they can't receive that honest transaction and it's not a real business transaction. So hiding behind the idea of it's just business is ridiculous. It's not just business. It's not I sometimes you require tough decisions. That's true. You do require tough decisions, but tough decisions do not have to be unethical either. In fact, the toughest decisions should be held with the highest of ethical standards. Sometimes you do have to let an employee go. Sometimes you have to enter a relationship with a vendor or a collaborator. Sometimes you have to uh, buy someone out of the company they started or they invested in. There are ways to do that properly and ethically, even if people are mad about it, even if the decision is hard, even if it's not the outcome everyone wanted, but sometimes it is needed in order for the business to succeed, for people to stay employed, etc. It That decision-making process, that ethical process is the most important aspect. The fact that it makes someone mad or sad or takes, they lose a responsibility or responsibility, I'm sorry, an opportunity in the process is a tough decision, but it doesn't need to be an unethical decision. In fact, typically making an ethical decision is the easiest decision to make because your ethical standard can always be the fallback no matter what the outcome is and if people are unhappy or happy or disappointed in that decision making. So not you can't claim it's just business. You can't claim it's just making tough decisions. And you can't simply just say, you're just mad, bro. You're just mad because I am, am making it and you're not. I'm successful and you're failing. You're just jealous. Untrue. Because people might be jealous of success you have or might find your winning, for lack of a better term, to be something that they didn't anticipate, does it make it ethical? And it's not an excuse for unethical actions. So what they are probably reacting to is not the actual decision, not the actual transaction, not the thing that actually happened on a tactical level. It was your ethical process that they have disappointment in. And you cannot wash that away with you're just jealous. So you can't claim it's just business. It's not making tough decisions. It's not you're just jealous of me. It is there's the the difference of those concepts versus the truth. And the truth is there's always an ethical decision to be made. Always. Sometimes even the most ethical decision is to not do anything, which in and of itself is a decision and action. You're just simply taking an action to not do what is being asked of you. But there's always an ethical decision. There's no conversation. There's no situation where there's not an ethical way to and to make a decision. And if you can't find that, it's a flaw in your character. And often the ethical decision is the hard decision. It may be the one that, that you make less money, you make no money. Uh, the idea of refunding someone uh, who had a disappointing um, experience or the product did not live up to the, expect, the value expectation that you created for them. It, the ethical decision would be to refund them their money or make some sort of compromise, which ultimately hurts you economically. But everyone who works with you from that customer, that client, through your employees, through all your everyone else involved in the process will appreciate your ethical approach to the transaction and will trust you with future transactions. So even though it's a negative outcome in a singular, it's a positive outcome in the big picture. So there's always an ethical decision, and that is the counter to it's just business. 
I'm just making tough decisions and you're just jealous. Not true. You can always make an ethical decision that creates win-win scenarios when possible. So it could you could build a brand for 100 years. You could build your personal brand for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You could have a reputation as an individual, as a business owner, as someone in your community. And you can ruin every bit of that goodwill that you've bit build up over 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 100 years for a brand in a matter of seconds by simply doing something unethical. Unethical decision-making, the outcomes of unethical processes can destroy 100 years of positive influence overnight, immediately, and it's nearly impossible to regain because the only way you could regain it is for it to have never happened and it's already happened. So holding ethical standards at the top of your decision-making process allows you to avoid mistakes that could kill a brand or your personal reputation. It's simply impossible sometimes to get that mud off of you once it gets on you. Now, it depends, obviously, the severity of it. Taking a little bit of extra money on, on a transaction is something that might be considered a minor, minor ethical transgression. Doing something that is against the rules of your industry or illegal, obviously a more involved, larger ethical breach. And then the ultimate complete disregard for other people for their safety, for their well-being, getting people hurt, getting people killed, ruining people's lives, letting their house fall down around them because you tried to save a couple of bucks. Those ethical lapses will destroy a business and a personal reputation. And if you did the thing, you deserve for your reputation to go away. If you're associated with it, you're, you may or may not deserve the damage that comes from it. So that's why it's important for you to do business with, to work for people who make ethical decisions because you don't want their mud getting on you. There's no job in the world that's worth taking a backseat in your ethical process. There's no job in the world worth sacrificing your personal ethics. If you have a boss, an employer, a coworker who asks you to do unethical things, you need a different job. And trust me, from experience, when you leave a job, even if it's unplanned and you're unprepared, but if you leave it over ethics, if you will not allow yourself to be used unethically, if you will not allow yourself to participate in unethical activities, the loss of the job is temporary, but your reputation, the potential even better your reputation because your unwillingness to be unethical, right? Unwilling to be unethical, that, that's double negative that equals good. That's a good person that you want to do business with. Uh, my experience, I have left jobs. I have fired clients. I have ended business relationships over ethical lapses or proposed ethical lapses. Every time I have immediately a better, more ethical, more equitable, more beneficial situation came forward. And I was able to take advantage of it because it was no longer constrained by the unethical situation. So do not work for people, with people, around people 
who make ethically questionable decisions. That mud will splash up on you. It will stay on you. It will stain your reputation. You cannot claim I was just doing my job, just following orders. If you're an adult, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are, as I just nearly toppled everything over by hitting a cable on my headphones. Sorry, everyone, if I made a sound or shook the camera for the YouTube viewers. There's always an ethical choice. You can always work for someone else. You can find a different job, a better job, away from questionable ethical practices. Stay away from those things because it's really hard to get it off of you once it's on you. You can find a better job that is a better fit for you and a much better situation for your ethical thought process so that you can continue on and be successful in places where they want you to be unethical or might ask you to or their practices you find to be unethical, you're not going to rise to the top of that situation. So might as well get out of it early before you get bogged down by it or before you you convince yourself that these ethical lapses aren't as bad as they are. They are. Follow your gut. Do it right from the first time and don't let these things drag you down. Don't let the lack of ethics from other people ruin your effort, your attitude, and your gratitude, all of the good works you've put into that point. So don't let other people's poor ethics bring you down. It's their problem, not yours, which is why finding another job, finding another situation, finding another partner, finding another client will always avail itself because it's not you that's the problem, it's them. When you leave that situation, you will find a better situation that's more fitted, better fitted, is the proper way to say that, to what you're trying to build in a personal brand or business than what they're offering to you. So don't do it. Don't use it as an excuse. Leave it as soon as you can. Nothing good comes from dishonesty. This comes to conversation about business in real life, personal life, however you want to describe it, not just in business, but how you treat people across the board as a human being. Nothing good comes from dishonesty. Again, you wouldn't want people to be dishonest with you, so don't be dishonest with them. You don't need to tear down other people's buildings in order to you to have the tallest buildings. The Gary Vaynerchuk quote right there. But simply, you can be successful without taking other people's success away from them. Often, unethical decision-making involves creating additional or bonus or success you you shouldn't expect for yourself by removing it from someone else, from creating an obstacle for them and unfairness for them that completely is advantageous to you. Like Coach Riley talking to recruits about being loyal to him instead of being loyal to the university. We know it. We caught you. That is not how you build success. There's plenty of success to go around. Enough successful opportunities for everyone if they're willing to work hard, have the right attitude, have gratitude, and be ethical about it. The people who cut shortcuts, who cut corners, who don't hold themselves to ethical standards, it looks like they're getting easy wins. It looks like they're building success. It's not sustainable. These things catch up to them each and every time. Do not be the person trying to outrun your old ethical lapses. Instead, embrace your ethical decision-making your process, your personal and business ethics, and make it a badge of honor for you. That is how you create success for yourself and irrelevant of other people's success, even if they are being unethical to get it. Make yours on your terms with something you can control. Again, the things you could control, attitude, effort, appreciation, ethics. 
This will open yourself up to better opportunities without selling your soul. You'll feel better about it. You'll perform better. And you'll continue to see that following the correct path and avoiding the wrong path leads you where you need to be. Even if it wasn't where you intended, where you planned, or where you thought you would be, it will and can happen for you because ethical decision-making, ethics, character, all of these things are big picture, big play. That 100-year brand, that 50 years of reputation, that attitude of success, that character that people see in you, the things people appreciate about you, the reason people want to do business with you are big picture items. They will benefit you today and for the next 10, 20, 30, 50, and 100 years going down the road. You can kill it all with a simple mistake, but it's easier to maintain or fix minor mistakes if you hold yourself to a higher ethical standard up to that point as often as possible. It's close to 100% you possibly can. No one is perfect, but people allow for mistakes if, again, your ethical process, your willingness to learn from those mistakes, your willingness to admit when you have made a mistake, and the unwillingness to make a mistake, just a simple mistake as opposed to a miscalculation in unethical behavior. People will allow you to slip and fall and get back up. People will not allow you to throw yourself down and claim you need an insurance recovery because someone pushed you. They won't allow unethical behavior to rise again. People will allow honest mistakes to, to be corrected because we all make them. It all happens to all everyone. These things go on and on. They happen on a regular basis, but how you manage the process, how you approach it, how you go through it, how you learn from it, how you try to not repeat mistakes, especially with if it's beneficial for everyone involved for you to not make the mistake again. These are your ethical decision-making processes. When you do that, when you act ethically, when you prove yourself, when you get better, when you create better situations because you learn from backslides and hurdles and negative outcomes, then you're being, you're practicing ethics, you're being ethical, you do business in an ethical way. People will allow you to do that and participate in the process with you because you're doing things the way they expect. Again, you are walking a mile in their shoes. Those things can happen. Slide, sliding back, having mistakes, having errors, failing. It's not the end of the world if your ethical practices allow you to participate in the way you should, to recover the way you should, and to make it better going forward for yourself and everyone else involved. That is the ethical decision-making process. That's the conversation today. I'm motivated by one individual who just, well, multiple, but one in particular that shows lack of ethics professionally and personally this last week in the world. The common thing, you can all see it out in the world. You know what I'm talking about. But for you, the person listening to this right now, again, add this fourth item you have complete control over. I believe in this wholeheartedly. You can look back at my other podcast on this subject here on the Saturday One Hustle. You can also look at my business podcast, The Golden Group, Neil Marketing Podcast. We talk about ethics a lot on that podcast, business ethics specifically, because it's a business podcast. But the benefit of high ethical standards of doing things in the right way for the right reasons is always evident and beneficial. And the negative impact, sometimes immediate, always heavy in its impact, is felt 
by unethical behavior in business and personal life. It happens and it catches up to you. Every time it does, I've seen people completely destroy what they've built. I don't want that to happen to you. So hold your ethics high and remember the four things you have complete control over in your path to success, your effort, your attitude, your gratitude, and your ethics. I appreciate you guys listening for almost 30 minutes today. I really appreciate it. Anytime you listen to the, the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast on Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, course, on YouTube as well, anywhere you find great podcasts. Stream and subscribe. Leave a comment and review. Share with a friend, please. I appreciate that very much. Share with someone who you think is very ethical. Tell them they're doing things the right way. Listen to the Saturday Morning Hustle to confirm your high ethical standards. Share that with someone who you think has a great example of high ethical. In fact, make a comment on social media. Call out people you think are being very ethical and are winning and being successful because of it. I would love to hear that feedback. So uh, make sure you get your Saturday Morning Hustle swag too. I got the new Saturday Morning Hustle long sleeve t-shirt on today. You can see it on the YouTube video and on the social media post. We have a new sweatshirt, new long sleeve t-shirts. It's getting winter time. Check that out. So don't forget to get your Saturday Morning Hustle Entrepreneur AF and Coffee and Donuts swag as well. Follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the new Facebook page, the Saturday Morning Hustle on Facebook. It's right there. Not just my personal Facebook page, but the Saturday Morning Hustle is on Facebook now. And of course, Anytime you miss an episode, you can catch it on SaturdayMorningHustle.com. There's a new episode of the Balance Series out as well. Check it out, brand now or brand later. It's an interesting business conversation with all kinds of items that need to be balanced. Too much, too little, too soon, too often, not enough. So check out the special bonus episode of the Saturday Morning Hustle released last Monday called Balance. All of that every week. Right here on the Saturday Morning Hustle, it's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. We're out working in competition while they're still sleeping, and we're doing it in a highly ethical way. You can't lose. Good luck. We'll see you next week. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.